Attention all content creators and businesses. Are you tired of using the same stock music over and over again or facing copyright issues with music usage? Do you struggle to find the perfect background track to elevate your videos and projects? Look no further than Epidemic Sound. With their extensive library of high-quality, royalty-free music and sound effects, you'll never have to settle for mediocre audio again. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your content to the next level with Epidemic Sound. Sign up now and enjoy access to their vast collection of music genres and moods like this. Or this. Seamless integration with your favorite editing software and peace of mind with their licensing and protection. Upgrade your audio game and make every project stand out with Epidemic Sound. Start your free trial today by using the referral link in the description of this episode. Hey, welcome to the Echo and Encourage podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Garrido, and I'm here to talk about all things that echo eternity and encourage everyone. From how to embrace entrepreneurship to the best tips to flourish in your life. Thanks so much for listening. Let's dive in. Delhi Seibel is the creative director, head floral designer, buyer, gardener, financial head, and head of marketing and development at Passion Roots. She is also a mentor. Shellhai's work has been featured on the show Entertainment Tonight, online in Martha Stewart Wedding, and The Knot, and in print on Destination I Do, The Knot, Hawaii Bride and Groom, Honolulu Magazine, Wall Street Journal, and The Flower Magazine. Welcome to the show, Shellhai. Thank you so much for coming today. Aloha. I'm excited to be here. Aloha. I met you when I was living on the island of Oahu, and it was incredible to meet you, to learn from you, and to see your passion roots work in action. Well, I'm excited to be here, quite honestly, and just to see you grow and develop and just start life. I it, It's so awesome to see the young people that I get to to mentor with my husband just grow up to be amazing people. So hooray. Thank you, Shanghai, for everything that you poured into. How did you become an entrepreneur? I think it started when I, well, my my father was an entrepreneur and I just watched him. I think I'm just naturally interested and curious about things as well. Um, I really honestly wasn't into business and entrepreneurship as a young adult. I really wasn't, mainly because the the type of business that was introduced to me was more like a rat race type of ordeal where networking I felt was not authentic. And it was more of like, um, what can you do for me type of aspect? And I really didn't want anything to do with that. And um, when I was a student missionary, which is similar to a Peace Corps for some people who don't understand what that is, um, I took a gap year and I volunteered in the Marshall Islands as a teacher. And I had, I think that whole impact of entrepreneurship changed for me when I had a student who specifically was constantly late, constantly late to school. And it wasn't like 8.15, 8.20, it was like 10 o'clock, 9.30, you know, things like that. And finally I had to have um, a parent-teacher conference with their parents. 
And what the mother had shared with me was they didn't have enough money. They lived in an outer atoll. So where I was where I was at, it was an atoll. So they lived in an outer island that was part of the atoll. And they would wait for the tide, Hannah, for him to walk across wow. to school. And so, but he was also my smartest kid. So he would stay after school and just do all the extra work that he had missed earlier. And sometimes he was super, super early too, right? And so he would just be hanging out in the hallways before school. When one day, finally, I saw some consistency where it was close to the eight o'clock mark. And I asked him, I'm like, what is happening? You're here <laughs> on time. And he said, well, he's all miss. My mom was able to buy a boat because she joined a co-op. He's also now I can roll myself to school. And I was like, she joined a co-op? What kind of co-op? I went and tried to find out what this was all about because I was intrigued. I found out her mother joined a group of women and they did a lot of weavings, basket weavings, and they would sell it to the tourists. But that gave her an amount of money to actually buy certain things for her family. And that changed my whole perspective because all of a sudden, entrepreneurship became social entrepreneurship and it was raising the standard of living for people, even in the basic things, not just money to live. And so for that, Oh my goodness, that changed my whole route in school. I was supposed to be a dentist and I had all my sciences almost done my sophomore year just to get that all out of the way. And I changed my major because I was so empowered to see like how business run the right way could change people's lives. Wow. So yes, that is, that's, that's kind of like my short, long story about entrepreneurship. <laughs> That was such a beautiful story and the influence that she had on you through living her authentic heart out in entrepreneurship and for her family has changed your life and everyone around you. My whole trajectory of like what I was supposed to be doing. Wow. This is, I, I've never heard this story. I've heard you speak before and I am always in awe. That was awesome. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad that could inspire you a bit. How do you do it? How do you balance being an entrepreneur and with all of these other things, being a wife and a mother and a mentor? Oh, wow. It's a very heavy question. It is pretty much a season of life that you need to understand the rhythm that it needs. So yes, you can do a lot of different things throughout your life, not all at one season. And I think that's what people mess up on. They kind of get it backwards and they want to jam, bam, pack everything, but they don't take the fact that there's going to be so many seasons in your life where you could, the ebbs and flows can go in and out that um, learning what sustains you, what nurtures you and what gives you joy and energy is something that needs to guide you in this whole balance act, 100%. <laughs> you have to know yourself and it's going to look different to me. It's going to look different to you, Hannah. So mm -hmm. that's why you don't know what your boundaries are and what your um, love language is and what, how you light up the world. Then that's when you're, you really need to like step aside and spend that time getting to know you yourself. Then you can get the balance that you know is uniquely yours.
That is incredible. That has really been beautiful because it speaks to everything that you're doing in your ministry, in your entrepreneurship as a mom. What are some ways that we can get to know ourselves better to find that balance? Oh, man. Well, first of all, it's allowing yourself not to be too busy and allowing yourself to have that time alone that actually restores you. So setting aside that time, whether it's the evening or the day um, where you can, and to me, I'm a Christian, so I want to be able to speak to God and have conversations with him. If I'm too busy and I'm not hearing his voice or even hearing my own heart, then you know you need an adjustment. So having that special time, not where you just veg, there's a difference between vegging and there's a difference between restoring yourself. and really defining what restores you in a relationship is important. And that relationship is with God. And so for me, that defines everything that I do. And so if you don't have that time for yourself, then you are just filling in your days with busy because you can't handle what happens when you're alone. And that's a pretty like heavy thing right there. If you don't know that, but this could be towards adults. This could be to students. This could be really to anyone that just wants to fill their days and not really feel things. Do you want to stop missing important deadlines and appointments, over committing to things, losing your to-do lists and forgetting self-care? Look no further than Erin Condren. With their stunning customizable planners and accessories, you can keep track of your schedule, set and achieve your goals, and add a pop of personality to your daily routine. From hardcover life planners to colorful stationery and office supplies, Erin Condren has everything you need to improve your time management skills with style. Visit the referral link in the description of this episode to start living your best life one organized day at a time. How did you start Passion Roots? So it was kind of a bit of uh, a longer story. It was to the point where I was working different management jobs and there was never really any money for me to do what I was supposed to do in order to host people or to host different um, things. And so I just started making things myself. And just helping my jobs, I worked at different schools and I was doing things from recruitment to management and um, student missions. And there was just not enough money. And so, of course, I was like, well, we're going to have to make something out of something. And that's how we started doing it. And what happened was it was just a natural thing. I never thought of having this as a, a job. But what happened was friends started to ask me to design their events from their weddings to their anniversaries or special engagements and dinners. And of course I would do that for fun for them. And when they, when their friends started asking me, which I didn't even know or have a connection, the idea was out there. And so this traveled from the same coincidence happened from California to Michigan. And so when I moved to Hawaii, I decided was thinking about it in the back of my mind, but I wasn't quite sure. Lo and behold, we had a whole set of new family who was getting married and I just started doing weddings, um, just 
randomly again. And sure enough, friends of friends started asking. So I basically said, you know what? Maybe I should just give this a try and let's see. So I could supplement the income here in Hawaii because it's very expensive to live here. And we'll just see where it goes. I guess I didn't want to be my own boss because I wanted to have the ability to be able to travel with my husband and do ministry with him at that time frame and not have to ask someone for constant times off. So I wanted to respect a future employee of mine and decided, you know, let me just try it. And the fact that they didn't have Saturday weddings here, I didn't, in terms of me not doing Saturday weddings, I didn't know if it was survivable or not. But I didn't realize Hawaii is a destination market and they would have events all throughout the week. And that was something that allowed me to have this event business as a sustainable entrepreneurship um, type of vocation for me. So it was it was surprising, but it was also kind of fun as I was able to be a mom and be there with my children and have them even come into sight with me now and then, but it was a very flexible and I'm still blessed to be able to have done this with young children. That is so beautiful and fun and vibrant. And it sounds like God worked everything out for you schedule wise and that it's grown over the years and flourished. It's true though. I, when you try to do it your own way, God just kind of sits back and watches because he gives us that opportunity. But when you let God's agenda plan everything for you, it's, you, you couldn't even try to do what he did for you. If you even did 150%. So my mantra has always been God's agenda is better than your own. Yes. That reminds me of your love story that I would love to invite you <laughs> on to share another time for that topic. Yes, yes, yes. We'll, we'll have to, that's a totally different yes. sense. <laughs> wow. Yeah. God's plans for you have always been so beautiful and incredible. And to anyone and everyone listening, God's plans for you are all beautiful and better than your own. Shelhai, how did you become an incredible floral designer? Oh my goodness. I don't that that's I don't know about incredible, but <laughs> I like to design from my heart. I do things a little bit different in terms of designing. Um, I, I love the natural aspect of it, but I like to talk to my plants <laughs> and blooms. Oh. But I also like to pray over them and for the people that are receiving them. And I think people can feel that energy from just having something beautiful, I think people are able to see nature in a different way. And when you cannot not appreciate life and God when you're looking at nature. So it's delivering a little bit of packages of these bundles for people to just kind of like stop for a second and just have an aha moment with themselves and God, or just sometimes you don't believe in God, but you can believe in the beauty of things in terms of just small little blooms to the tiny little stars, like there's something out there that's different than just what you normally deal with day to day. So if I could have a little bit of that and, you know, um, that aha moment and let the spirit take it from there, I think that that shares a different message, not just with the business aspect of things or the design, but helps you a design a little bit in here <laughs> that's so intimate and then that's going to leave such a lasting impression on the hearts of those that receive it 
That's so precious, Shalhai. Did you have a mentor that taught you this or did God, did his just impress on your heart? Not necessarily in the floral world, but just in the spiritual world, yes. Because people always shared with me that your faith isn't just something you wear as a tag or you just identify with. Your faith has to transform you. And when your faith transforms you, it goes through whatever vocation you have. And so we need more amazing podcasts, people and women who actually are joyful and wanting to learn more about people. I, I believe that you can be an amazing makeup artist or an amazing businesswoman. I think a lot of people just think ministry happens within the church specifically, or just even with, um, with teachers or in that aspect, missionaries, there's such a great big market that's untapped with really God-fearing people. And yeah, my mentors that I met um, throughout life that, you know, were partners with God really taught me that you need to partner with him in whatever you do. And that's something that I'll never forget. What do you do as a mentor? Okay. Well, oh goodness. I actually, and I don't know if you know this, but I am certified as a life purpose coach. And um, I also have a separate business that's called House Rooted. And it's a spinoff of Passion Roots, but it is something that I'm excited about. And it allows me to, so I have clients that will come to me, but I also organically will look around me and see the person who needs that extra love. So it's not an official or organized type of mentor. It's just making sure that you care for people and check up on them. You always have to, you know, the prayers that I have with my kids at night is allowing my kids to be able to be present enough in their day to notice if there's someone who needs an extra, extra hug or someone who's so scared that they can't talk. I'm like, you have to look at other people and see maybe that their needs could be met by you in a way life gets so busy. So our prayer every night with in my individual children is hoping that they could take the time to look around and see. So for me, that's kind of like what I do too. I don't get stuck with just what is in front of me and that's given to me. I like to look around and say, Hey, who might need an extra talk story today with who might need an extra hug or just an extra hi I'm Michelle hi what's your name what are you doing here just and I do that in coffee shops I do that in church I do that with employees or staff members or people that I I meet on site when I'm in events it's really interesting to see how people appreciate just feeling noticed yes you did that for me when I was in high school and thank you so much. Stop um, it. You're making me promotes. cry. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yes. You were just so, and you still are so joyful and you, you saw my heart when I didn't even see my own heart and you just talk story to me. I'm curious to know with this, is this more of a ministry or another business that you're starting or do you blend both? So some you give to people like randomly strangers and then some you build more last long lasting relationships with where they wanna invest in being coached by you more regularly? It is a business, but it's also 
where I'm trying to figure out how I can give scholarships to people who need it. Because there are people who truly want to be able to be coached, but they don't have the funds. And then there are people who say they want to, but they really don't. So it's more like an essay. I make them bring in something and allow them to like share with me what's important to them and why they want to. So it's not just like an easy coach, but more of like a scholarship program, because there are some generous people who will tell me, Hey, if there's someone who needs it, here's some extra money, put that in there. Wow. So it is something that isn't broadcast hundred percent right now, but it's been word of mouth and um, the website will be officially hopefully um, this fall, but We've been doing Enneagram work. I've been doing a lot of manifestos, which I am very, very excited about because I like to work with people who are leaders. And when I say leaders, I'm not just talking about CEOs or managers. I'm talking about people who lead within their community, within their space. So someone like you, Hannah, is considered a leader. And I, my main job is to help leaders who are successful have an inner life that is just as successful because there's a lot of people who do well with numbers and finances and it shows and with products and with home. But I find that a lot of these people, not saying you, I'm just saying randomly, don't have the success internally. Mm -hmm. And so they've had a lot of broken relationships with other people and with themselves. And so what I help people do is help them realize what is valuable to them. And so we do manifestos where it's really important that I tell people or share with people that getting to know yourself and following your own value system takes away so much stress because you are aligned and you're able to make decisions. I had people say, oh, balance is really important for me. It is not when I look and dissect how you run your life. Mm -hmm. So you want, you may want it, but that's not a value. And that's totally different. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it's really, and I'm also getting certified for an Enneagram work and Enneagram work is so powerful when you understand how you deal with your own conflict and strength minders, all those different types of strengths that are out there, um, tests. Um, you've heard of the Myers-Briggs or all of that. I think to me, the Enneagram really helps you understand how you personally deal with conflict and it measures you on your maturity levels. And so sometimes I would just be so shocked. Oh my goodness, I have immature teenagers and me myself may not be so mature in certain ways when I am looking at different things in my life. And it's a big wake up call. And it it's such a huge thing and people don't invest enough in themselves mm -hmm. to understand why they do what they do. And that's why it's really important for me because I love designing flowers and I also help, I also really like am on fire when I help people design their lives in partnership with God. It makes such a big difference. And so my whole tagline is making life beautiful. And to me, if you're aligned that way, changes your world and changes your perspective and how you give back to the world.
you know, recently I learned about Enneagrams at a women's retreat I was at. So then I looked a little bit into it and I think I need to just hit purchase to unlock the full <laughs> well, results. The thing is, the thing is you need to realize there's not like, there's a lot of Pinterest things out there to say, Hey, you got to try this and that. If you do like a full on Enneagram test, it literally changes you. Like okay. you can't look back. You cannot unsee who, what you've read about you because it's just mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say are some of the changes that you've seen in some of these women that you've coached through life coaching? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go back towards passion roots. Here's the reason I, I coach all of my girls or guys that work with me too, in a personal level, because passion roots, isn't just a place to work. It's also a stepping stone for people who I feel if you can get like basic values of what we have here, we could be a stepping stone to the next part of your life. And if you can have that, that's going to be, I want you to leave successfully in terms of finding who you are, learning good skills, learning how to identify your boundaries and how to preserve your time with your family and time for work. I mean, it's huge. And the girls that used to work with me who weren't married or didn't have kids and now do, they realize like, wow, I learned so much. And so it's really important that someone not just having therapy because therapy helps fix problems with yourself. Coaching helps you identify yourself with goals that you want to move forward to. Does that make sense? Yes. And so um, with that being said, I do have people. I had someone who um, decided that when they were doing the Enneagram, they realized things about themselves and pushed forward. And they were able to be brave enough to go to for their like dream job. And they went through 400 people for their interviews. And they were able to choose this one person because she they said that she was the most authentic person they've had. And she went through so many rounds. She called me the day she got picked, went up the mountain and called me from that mountaintop and said, thank you. This is how I feel right now. I just got my dream job as a PR specialist for this huge influencer company but she would never have done it if she hadn't gone through my course. It is a manifesto reminding you of your value. So we go through this whole course thing where we start with your Instagram and then we go through writing one together. Wow. So it was almost a five-month process. That it, was worth it. It, was, it. For this individual, it was a five-month process. Some people, it just depends on where they're at and how much layers they have to dig down to find out who they really are. Some people like to layer them and put them in shelves and just, it's a lot of work. You almost have to go backwards before you move forward. And there's a lot of tears. There's a lot of tears in it too. And so um, I've seen people do amazing things and do brave things. And I just coached another lady who realized that she needed to expand and go to a different state to do what she wanted to do because she wanted to be aligned to what her values were. And so I think there's a success story for every single person if they're willing to be open and look in the mirror and 
really open up their heart. Yes. That is so inspiring. Not a cosmetic change. It really isn't. It's really an internal thing. And I promise you though, when you start to live values led, it changes everything. And people want to know what that joy is. Yes. It's cosmetic because it's, you're totally looking different. (laughs) Yes. I'm so excited for all of your clients. What is your advice to someone who's looking to get their work featured in a magazine? Oh my goodness. It is a collaborative effort. So if you're working together as a team, it's working with a photographer, it's working with the coordinator, and it's also being, when you are creating it, so it depends. So if it's a real wedding versus a photo shoot, there's two different schedules for that. So it's knowing the place that you want your work to be featured at and understanding their rhythm and design in terms of, hey, they usually need as much work for Valentine's. Let's just say that they're doing Valentine's specials. So I'm going to do a photo shoot four or five months before and do something that's so Valentine-y wonderful that when I am able, not even, sometimes you need to do it like eight to 10 months before you think they might feature you because you need to be able to be considered because most people will do things pretty much a year before they actually launch that publication piece. So if it's a Valentine's thing, you might be looking at June where you're submitting as many things, but that means you have to do all Valentine photo shoots before then. Because they want to be able to choose amongst everything if it doesn't. So you, and then you got to pick, you can't just like feature all your work in any publication. You want to pick the ones that resonate with you and your values and the type of audiences they work with. Yes. So if you're a luxury florist, you don't want to be publicized in all the ones that have do it yourself, you know, wedding blogs or even just a magazine for do-it-yourself things, because this is supposed to be for clients that want to pay to do big bodacious pieces. Yes. So you have to be selective. So having a good marketing, um, not just a marketing team, but having a good head in your shoulders and using that photo shoot money or real weddings. If you know there's a client that's going to have some amazing things, then you find out who their team of people that they chose. And and you talk and collaborate beforehand. So you get all the right shots together as well as what the client is paying for you to do for the photographer. So really having good relationships with photographers and um, and coordinators who are designing it is a big, huge synergy to use together because you do it all together. Thank you so much for sharing that. I that makes sense. thought about it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is one thing that we can start doing to echo eternity or encourage others? Mm, Being the joy you want to see in the world. And you've heard that be the good that you want to see in the world. Why don't you also be the joy that you want to see in the world? Yes. That is a domino effect. It really is. Thank you so much. Shelhai, where can our listeners connect with you? Through Passion Roots at pa- at Aloha at passionroots.com, through Instagram at Passion Roots. Feel free to DM me and say hello and hi. I would love to talk to anyone. 
who has questions too, specifically on just, you know, design and life or flowers. Um, we are located in Oahu. We're about two hours behind Pacific Standard Time right now before time changes. But other than that, you can you can find me in, that, in those two mediums right now. Mahalo, Shalhai, for coming on the Echo and Encourage podcast today. It was an honor to have you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and for helping all of our hearts flourish. Oh, thank you. I'm so honored to be here and watch you flourish as well. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. If you liked it, and if you enjoy the show in general, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to see more about each episode, head over to the Echo and Encourage podcast on Instagram or Echo and Encourage on YouTube.